that you've never had before. God said some of you are tired of the same old, same old, that you're ready to move into a new dimension of the Holy Ghost. Come on, if you're ready to move into a new dimension, you ought to praise your God. All your heart, your soul, and your mind right now. Come on, church. Woo! Hey, come on, church. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you again, Elder, for allowing us to be here. Your wonderful wife, this great church. We thank you for this invitation. If I could get you tonight to turn your Bibles to the book of Numbers, chapter 13. A familiar story like this morning. Praise the Lord. Starting in verse 23. Oh, I love you tonight, Jesus. Boy, I feel such uh, a powerful anointing in here tonight. There's no telling what's going to take place here in just a few minutes. Now listen, you've got to open up your heart and you're going to have to say, God, here I am. God is not going to push himself on the people. You hear me? He'll never push himself on you. But if you'll say, God, I'm an open vessel unto you tonight. Speak to me. I promise you he will. Praise God. Praise God. Verse 23, it says, And they came unto the brook of Eskol and cut down the hence a branch with one cluster of figs, of uh, grapes, and they buried it between, two, uh, buried it, and they bear it between two upon a staff, and they brought of the pomegranates and the figs. Praise God! And this place was called the Brook of Eschol because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from searching of the land for forty days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron, to all the congregation of the children of Israel. In the wilderness of Haran and Kedeshan brought back word unto them, and to all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came into the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it flowed with milk and honey. And this is the fruit. This is the fruit. My goodness. And this is the fruit of it. Oh, God, we thank you tonight for your anointing. I thank you for every person that's here. I thank you for what you're about to do in these next few minutes. Uh, oh, come on, somebody, in the name of Jesus. God, thank you for what you're going to do. Uh, praise God, praise God, praise God. 
God, loose your people tonight to receive the word, Lord. God, we come against the spirit of doubt, fear, or disbelief. We bind those spirits, God. We cast them in the pit that they crawled out of uh, and loosen an excellent spirit up in this place tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, we take dominion and authority uh, over every spirit that's not of you, Lord, that will try to shut down what you're doing, God. We take dominion over these forces and these spirits uh, by the authority authority of the name of Jesus. Uh, come on, somebody, clap it to the Lord. Uh, woo! Shalom over hotel. Praise the Lord. You can be seated tonight. I want to preach for just a few minutes. You can. You can. Come on, somebody say, I can. That's right. Joshua and Caleb brought back, praise God, proof that God was there and they... Uh, that God was showing them a place that was flowing with milk uh, and honey and there was proof there uh, just because somebody uh, come on now gets a mealy mouth and around uh, it tells us friend of mine uh, that we can't uh, or is afraid to step out in faith uh, to see what God wants him uh, or her to do uh, does not mean uh, that we have to be afraid uh, we can step out in faith uh, and watch God move and work uh, just because somebody uh, said this town uh, has got too many problems uh, does not mean uh, that the town don't belong uh, to this church. Look around. Some people said you wouldn't be here, but you're here. Woo! I said, just take a look around. Some people said you wouldn't be here, but you're here tonight, aren't you? Praise God. Think about it. All these people begin to murmur and complain. Uh, Israel, they begin to murmur plain and uh, get some Moses and Aaron and, and the whole congregation said unto them, would to God that we had died uh, in Egypt. Uh, oh, come on, friend, or would to God that we had died uh, in the wilderness. I know that there's some people uh, that's been on the backside uh, of the wilderness in this congregation, uh, but you're coming out of the wilderness tonight. Uh, you're coming out of that place where it's been dry, uh, where it's been barren, uh, where it looks like there's no water, uh, where it looks like the sun uh, don't shine. Uh, you're coming out tonight. Somebody say, that's me, God. Come on, friend. Woo. It's time to get out of the familiar and step into the unfamiliar. Anybody believe that? You know, as you begin to study the Word of God, you'll find that there were some great men of God that fell in the same trap. There was Moses who tried to disqualify himself uh, because of a speech impediment. And there was Jeremiah who tried to run from the call uh, of God. Uh, he said, I'm just a child. Uh, I'm not ready, God. Uh, not me. Uh, this is too much of a sprawl. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the, uh, the responsibility uh, is too great, God. Uh, I can't do 
it. Uh, somebody needs to shove that aside uh, tonight. Say, hey, God, uh, if anybody's going to do it, uh, then it's going to be me. Uh, if anybody's going to start the fire, uh, it's going to be me. Uh, if anybody's going to shout, uh, it's going to be me. somebody oh I feel something tonight don't you then there was old Gideon who said I'm the least qualified of anyone to deliver God's people they all had different excuses they all were saying the same thing we can't do it I said they were all saying the same thing. We can't do it. Come on, the enemy's got in your ear and he sold you time uh, and time again uh, that it's not going to happen, uh, but it's going to happen. Uh. Come on, this is your revival. Uh. It's going to happen. Uh. You got to get rid of that excuse. Uh. You got to step out. Uh. Come on and get out there on the brink uh, and say, God, uh, it's going to happen. God. In our text, when you begin to really look at this, it wasn't listen to the excuse of one man, but it was an entire nation. Ten spies returned with a negative report. Praise God, and their negativity and unbelief begin to affect. Come on, your unbelief and your negativity towards revival can affect the whole revival. I said it can affect everybody around you. Come on, if you're going to speak that kind of stuff, don't speak it up in the church. Uh, come on, don't let anybody hear that. Uh, if somebody comes to you with that negative junk uh, and that negative talk, uh, you need to tell them to shut up and get in the altar uh, and pray through uh, and get over it. Uh, we're going to have revival. Uh, we're going to have an outpouring. Uh, I don't want to hear it. Uh, It pours in the spirit of that whole nation. Those who didn't believe God died. Hello. As a result, in a place, in a time when they should have been breaking through. Come on, I said in a time and a place when they should have been breaking through and birthing their promised destiny. Uh, come on, they had a breakdown. Uh, come on, they left the promise of God. What was it it caused the death come on in the dream and the denial praise God of their destiny 
It was not the devil. Come on, friend of mine, the giants that conquered them and, and killed the thousand, then left them beaten and bloody in the conflict, uh, if you will. But friend of mine, uh, it was something that reached down in their hearts. Uh, come on now, in their minds, over 100 billion, come on, uh, over a million people, uh, praise God, and it stole their faith uh, and their destiny from them. Uh, come on, it was four words. Uh, come on now, it stole their blessing uh, and stole their destiny. Uh, and those four words, uh, we said we can't do it. Uh, quit saying we can't have revival uh, just because of what's happened in the past. Uh, I told you this morning uh, God was going to take care of that. It's not just words, but it's what's contained in those words. Words are containers. You either fill them with faith and courage and confidence or you fill them with doubt and disbelief. Come on, in fear. When Israel began to speak those words, they excluded God. Woo! They were full of unbelief and fear. Those words were void of the God factor, if you will. I don't care what the critics are trying to say right now in this hour that we're living in. I don't care what the skeptics are saying. Uh, I don't care what the economy looks like. Uh, I don't care what the religious folks are saying. Uh, all I care about is what thus saith the word of God. Uh, what does God say? Uh, all you need is a word from God. Uh, I said all you need uh, is a word from God. Oh, I wish somebody would praise him. I wish somebody would let him have his way with you right now. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You know what, when God got ready to speak all this stuff, when God began to look at creation, he didn't uh, do nothing but just begin to speak it. I remember being in a revival. And I remember a man that sat in the middle section. And as revival started, I seen over his head in big bought letters. Them letters looked like it was about like that, brother. And it said healing over this man's head. Well, it said miracles is what it said. It said miracles. Excuse me. It said miracles. And I said, wow. And the Lord said, don't say nothing. He said, I've got five miracles for that man in this revival. He had cancer. He had heart problems. He's getting ready to go get his back operated on. Something was wrong with his eyes and something was wrong with his feet. Can I tell you that? And God, I only touched him one time. God only allowed me to touch him one time. That was for his back. And when I laid hands on his back, I've never had this happen to me before. And I've seen people get up out of wheelchairs and eyes open and ears unstopped. And I've seen all kind of cancers healed and diabetes healed. And I've seen God do many, many miracles throughout my ministry and preaching revivals. Praise the Lord. And it's all God. I know it has nothing to do with me. It's just God. I know that. I realize that. Praise God. 
I'm just mirror the mouthpiece that God is using. Praise the Lord. But when I laid hands on the small of that man's back, I actually felt the bones moving in my hand. I felt everything going back together. He had several crushed discs in his back uh, because he's kind of walking like this. All of a sudden, friend of mine, he took off running around that church. Uh, friend, and then I spoke. Uh, I spoke the rest of the miracles to him. Uh, I spoke to the cancer uh, and I cursed the very root of it uh, and God healed him. Uh, I spoke to his eyes. Uh, I spoke to his heart. I'm telling you, there's power in the spoken word of God. You hear me? Just one word and it happened. Come on, I don't know what your possible situation that you're facing tonight, nor your problem, but I do know the answer. And it's the word of God. It's Jesus. What word from God can drive cancer out of your body? Uh, what word from God can put meal back in the barrel and oil in the cruise? Uh, what word can God, what word from God uh, can deliver you and set you free uh, of any habit that you got? Uh, what word from God can restore your marriage uh, and heal a broken heart? Uh, tell yourself, all I need is a word of God. Uh, his word says, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Your friends may be saying it's impossible, uh, but the Word of God says, yes, you can. Yeah. Woo. One word. <laughs> Did you know that the law of physics says you can't walk on water? But the word says, yes, you can. Word of God says, yes, you can. One word, Peter stepped out into the supernatural. Peter went where they said that he could not go. And he did what he said they could do. Oh, come on, that they said that he would never be able to do. Uh, some of you here in the Word tonight uh, need to get ready to step into a new realm with God. Uh, I said some of you here in the Word tonight uh, need to get ready to step into a brand new realm uh, in the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's three things uh, that you can count on because of the Word. Uh, you can count on all things through Christ uh, who strengthens you. Uh, come on, uh, tell yourself all I need is a Word. Uh, greater is he that's in you uh, than he that is of the world. Uh, all things are possible uh, to them that believe. The word can't. The word can't. The word can't doesn't even exist in the vocabulary of Jesus. You know what some of you really need to do tonight? You need to turn around on the back side of your pew that you're sitting on. Because there's a lot of Velcro on these pews. <laughs> Woo! I said there's a lot of Velcro on these pews. I'm talking about this. Because every time you start to get ready to move in, 
Come on, that thing's got you trapped and you're there in that well-worn pew. Oh, but you know what you need to do tonight? You need to rip that thing off. Uh, that Velcro off uh, that's got you trapped in your pew uh, that's got you satisfied uh, where are you at in the Holy Ghost uh, and tell God God uh, I'm tearing this Velcro off tonight uh, I'm not satisfied uh, where I am in you Go ahead, reach on your pew and tear that off. Because uh, the rest of this revival, uh, we're not going to let that pew keep us captive. Come on, some of you hadn't obeyed yet. I said, you need to reach on your pew uh, and tear that Velcro off. Uh, and you need to tell that spirit uh, that's been trying to keep some of you captive. Uh, I refuse to be captive uh, in the house of God. you ain't seen nothing yet I said devil you ain't seen nothing yet wait till God starts doing the miracles devil oh hallelujah hallelujah now you can honestly say to yourself, hey, I refuse to be captive in the house of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. You know what God wants some folks to stop doing? Comparing yourself to other members. Oh, my God. My God, I said, God wants you to stop comparing yourself to other people. Did you know that God's instilled enough in you? Come on, for you to be able to make it, for you to be able to do what God wants you to do. Come on, get your eyes off of that other person, praise God, and stop saying, I wish I was such and such. Uh, I wish I could do this and I wish I could do that. Why don't you just get up and do it? Uh, I said, why don't you just get up and do it? Uh, come on, quit being a wet blanket uh, and be a fire starter. You know what some of you need to do? Put some fresh fire on your old altar. Come on, it's just barely been flickering. Oh, I hit a snag there. Let me put a different bait on I said some of you need to put some fresh fire on that old altar that's just barely, come on, barely got a flame on it. Did you know you don't have an altar at the house? These little piggies are just jumping out from everywhere tonight. They're real slick, and I'm trying to grab them, but I can't hold on to them. I said, if you don't have an altar at the house, this altar down here don't do you a whole lot of good. I mean, it'll do you. God will move on you, but not like he could if you got an altar at the house. 
Did you know when God talked about the closet, did you know that actually means pantry? You know what a pantry is, don't you? My God, in my pantry, I try to stuff it as much food as I can. So you know what that tells me? When God says go to that closet, to that pantry, you're reaching in there and there might be something, come on now, uh, that's been stored up waiting on you uh, to be able to reach inside that pantry uh, and pull it out and say, hey, God, uh, this is what's going on with me today. Uh, God, this is what's happening, uh, and I don't know how to deal with it. Uh, and God's got the answer for you uh, because you're in that place. Uh, come on, in that closet, uh, in that pantry, uh, and you're pulling something out. Uh, Praise God. Come on. Stop measuring yourself up to somebody else. And let God use what God's give you. You have enough. God's given you exactly what you need to fulfill your destiny. Come on, God's given you enough. Say, I got enough. Come on. There was a little woman who thought she had nothing of value, but the prophet said, just use what you got. Come on, put it to work. Start pouring. And when she began to pour, friend of mine, uh, it began to multiply and it began to deliver uh, her from the dead and it made her prosperous. You know the story. Uh, God wants every child of God uh, to function on a higher level. Come on, when we were born again, we weren't just born out of sin. Do you hear me? Uh, come on now, out of sickness and disease and poverty. Uh, and like we were born into the kingdom of God. Uh, we were born into the realm uh, of the supernatural uh, and the miraculous. Uh, we were born into the realm of the signs, uh, miracles, and wonders. Uh, the atmosphere of a child of God uh, is the realm of the supernatural. Uh, the peace and joy and power uh, of the Holy Ghost. devil so afraid the devil so afraid about this revival you know why you know why come on he's fighting some of you right now he is he's fighting some of you right now he's trying to whisper in your there he goes again that's right I'm going to keep hammering it come on I'm like a jackhammer I'll just that old rock breaks. Hello. Come on. Hello. He, he's in some ears saying it's not going to happen. It's just like all the other. No, it's not. This is not like the last revival. This is not like the last revival. The devil's so afraid uh, of this revival because he knows you're going to take your place uh, in God in this revival. Uh, and something's going to happen. Uh, he don't want, oh my God, uh, he wants to strip you of your power. Uh, he wants to strip you of your vision. Uh. Come on, friend. The devil's so afraid of what's going to happen when you take your place uh, in the spirit. Uh, he's going to show, my God, he's trying to strip you right now uh, of your wings. He knows that we can walk on water. He knows we were created to live and function in the realm of the miraculous. 
He knows that. Uh, he just don't want you to discover it. He knows that Jesus gave you power to cast out devils, to heal the sick. He knows that you're the righteous in God in Christ Jesus now. He knows your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. You can be seated. You know what happens to a lot of us even driving here? And it's even happened tonight, some of you coming here, that the enemy just kind of just slid in. Sit down on that seat right beside you. And you begin to do this in your ear. You know what I've done before? I've been all by myself in that old raggedy truck that I got. I love that truck. It's raggedy and it's mine. It's paid for. Praise the Lord. It's my junk truck. <laughs> I love it, brother. But I felt that spirit get up in my truck. And you know what I've done? I said, I have slid that thing sideways and finally got it to the side of the road. Run around on the other side of the door. Open up the door and said, get out. You're not allowed in this truck. Get out. Some of you need to do that. You need to tell him, get out. You're not allowed in this house. This is a house of the Holy Ghost. You ought to try it, praise God. Put him on the run. Praise the Lord. There's going to be more breakthroughs. You can be seated. In this revival than this church has ever seen. There's going to be more healings. There's going to be more deliverance. There's going to be more miracles. There's going to be people to receive the Holy Ghost in this revival because we're taking our rightful seat in the pro, my God. We're taking our rightful place uh, with God in this revival. Come on, come on, come on, come on. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Sister Riggin, God show me that you're a lady of great faith. He just showed it to me. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. There's been a spirit that's been trying to wear down your faith. I said, there's a spirit that's been trying to wear down your faith. And it's been trying to get in your ear and tell you that things is going to just stay the way they've been. Uh, come on, that it's always going to be uh, the way that it's been. Uh, and every time, sister, uh, I see you rising up in the spirit. Uh, and I see you saying, no, it's not. Uh, but God's given you a new level of faith. Uh, God's given you a new anointing. Uh, there's going to be great things. Uh,
Sister Riggin? Is it Riggin or Riggins? Riggin. Okay, I'll just want to make sure I pronounce your name. Let me see, Sister Riggin. I know you've got much friends, but God's supposed to give you a friend. And this friend, come on, there's going to be some things to happen, sissy. You hear me? You just go ahead and raise your hands right now because there's a new faith. Oh, come on, Ray, put your hands over there, old Sister Heron. I see a new anointing, praise God. The devil's tried to wear down that sister's faith, and she's got faith, but he's tried to wear her faith down. Come on, he's worked on her. Uh, he's even tried to tell her that she's sick in her body, uh, which she's really not. He's tried to lie to you and tell you, uh, and there's been symptoms to come on you, uh, and you thought this, uh, and you thought that. Uh, that's just the enemy. Love him, somebody. Yo, lo, 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 shaya la bahaye. Praise the Lord. Woo. But the enemy knows the same spirit that raised up Jesus lives within you. The devil knows that the normal child of God has signs and miracles and wonders uh, to work in their lives. Uh, come on, God has given some of you gifts, but your gifts have been lying dormant. Can I tell somebody in the Holy Ghost, you want your gifts to operate, get in the Word of God. They only operate through the Word. If you're not in the Word of God, come on now. If you want to operate in the gift that God gives you, you get in the Word and you put your face in this Word and you begin to study this Word and you begin to fall in love with this Word and God will let your gifts begin to operate because it only happens through the Word of God. I said it only happens through the Word of God. Praise God, I would never get up and try to prophesy to anybody without preaching the Word of God. There's gifts that's been lying dormant. And as I've seen them, it looks like they've been swept under the rug. That's how I've seen it, brother, in the Holy Ghost. I've seen some of these gifts swept under a rug. You know what some of us need to do tonight? We need to pull that rug back. Come on, and those gifts that God's imparted into you that's not operating the way they need to operate, come on, you need to fall down in an altar, uh, and you need to tell God, God, that very gift that you imparted in me uh, that used to operate, uh, and I used to operate in this gift uh, that's not working, uh, God help me. Come on, church. You know, the majority of God's people are stuck in a rut. They're stuck in a pit. We get so familiar and so comfortable to the normal, the predictable. 
the expected and the natural. We get so used to a move of God that it don't affect us the way it needs to affect us. We get stuck on religion and tradition. I'm a firm believer there's a lot of apostolic people think once saved, always saved. They got that mentality. I hate to burst your bubble, but that's not so. None of us have arrived yet. We're still here. Hello, I said none of us has arrived yet. We're still here. Come on. We're not going to know until he says, well done, thou good and faithful service. Enter to the joys of the Lord. That's when we're going to know that we've done well. And while we're here on this earth, uh, if we've not done well, uh, he can't say that we've done well. One of the most things that back most of God's people into a corner is pride. It puts us in a corner. Pride. Pride is a killer. Pride is a thief. Pride is a deceiver. Pride is the enemy to the power of God. Uh, the Lord will destroy the house of the proud. Do you hear me? Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, he will stood. Oh, my God, establish the borders of the widow. Uh, come on, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination uh, to the Lord. Pride has robbed many. And multitudes of their miracle and stolen destinies uh, from many of God's people. I was in a revival. There was an elder in that revival. He was about 70-something years old, got the Holy Ghost. He was a backslider. And he began to tell me a story. He was a superintendent of that church Sunday school superintendent. And he said his grandson come to him. His little grandson got the Holy Ghost. Sunday school. And come to him and says, Papa. He said, why aren't you in church? He said, oh. he said, well, 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 he said, I couldn't give him an answer. He said, do you know what it was? He said, I let a little cucklebur get under my saddle that didn't mount to nothing. He said, Brother Heron, he said it was absolutely nothing. And he said that little bitty thing grew so big and so large. Uh, come on, you better guard your spirit. You hear me? You better guard your Holy Ghost. Uh, there's an enemy. Come on, if you leave a crack, uh, if you don't put the armor of God on, uh, when those fiery darts begin to come your way, uh, he'll make a way into your spirit. Uh, and before you know it, uh, in an inconvenient time, uh, he'll raise his head. You know when the enemy raises his head? And what's going on right now? And what's going on right now? You might as well expect some things to take place because it's going to. Praise God. I'm telling you, we're in full course revival. Come on, somebody. He said it was nothing that got me out of church. Absolutely nothing. And I'm telling somebody tonight, that little bitty thing that's grown so big, you better take care of it tonight. You better take care of it tonight. And I tell you, I had a 
was getting ready to preach a revival. And I was in revival. And uh, like I called your pastor, and I, I told him, I said, Brother, as bad as I want to be there, I can't leave. Where I'm at, we're, we're praying many people through to the Holy Ghost and God's moving. I said, but I'm going to get there as quick as possible. And like your pastor said, oh, I don't want you to leave, Brother Herring, until God's done. And, and I talked to this man of God, and I said, Brother, we're praying many people through. And I said, I would like to just try to push this revival one more week if it's okay with you. I said, I, I want to get your okay. I said, because I know that I've scheduled to be there with you. I said, but I feel like I need to go a few more days. He said, that's fine, brother. He said, I'll see you when you get here. And I said, I'll be there on a Wednesday night instead of a Sunday. And he said, mighty fine. He called me a couple of days later screaming and hollering. It went absolutely bonkers. And, and I said, excuse me, brother. And I said, uh, I don't feel like I'm going to come at all. And... Uh, he began to spread lies on me. I had people calling me from Colorado. I had people calling me from Mississippi and Texas. And I had people calling me from all over Oklahoma. And they were saying, my God, Brother Heron, what's going on? I said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And they began to tell me. I said, that, that's a lie, brother. Those are lies. And, and my pastor, I, I come home for a day or two. And he said, I need to talk to you. And he began to tell me some of these things. And he said, I, I got to know. He said, is it true, Brother Heron? Tell me. And I said, Pastor, those are lies. And I said, I want you to call that man of God uh, that I was in revival with. I said, I had my phone on speaker. Uh, and he heard every word that was said. Uh, I said, he's my witness. Thank God I had my phone on speaker and I had a witness. He said, Brother Heron, I'm calling him. He said, this is serious. I said, I want you to call him, Pastor. I said, we're going to get this uh, taken care of. He said, I told that brother when he called that you got the wrong spirit, that Brother Herring's not like that, and uh, he's not here to defend himself, so we're not going to have him for lunch. Hello. Some of us would have it for lunch. That old itchy ear. Couldn't wait to get her mouth on it. I've seen this in the Holy Ghost on some folks tonight. And I'm going to tell you in just a few minutes. And I begin to pray and I begin to fast for this man. Begin to pray for myself and I feel like I'd gotten victory. And I, I called him some things had taken place with him. And I called him. I said, brother, I'm praying for you. And, and I love you. And I, and I appreciate you. And, and I hope you have revival. And, and he was kind to me. But I still felt a little animosity there towards him, towards me. And I was in a conference. And it was real quiet at the moment. And the Lord just simply spoke to me. He said, that very thing that you said that you'd gotten over, you hid it on the backside of your heart. And I see some people in here tonight, you've got things hid on the backside of your heart. And God spoke to me, said, if you'll just get up and raise your hands and begin to praise me.
He said, I'm going to take that off of you and you'll never deal with it again. And when I raised my hands, I felt a weight come off of me that I'd been carrying around for a solid year. Come on, friend of mine, there's some people in here. I've seen it tonight in the Holy Ghost. You've got some stuff hid behind your heart and it's been there a long time. God said, if you'll raise your hands right now, come on, he'll begin to lift it off of you. and remove that bitterness and that hate and remove that anger come on he said when you look at that person uh, you smile in their face uh, but you despise them uh, in your heart Come on. You won't ever have to look at that person again with all that anger and all that malice and all that stuff that you feel. Uh, come on, God's supposed to give you a genuine love. When you mean it with your heart, say, God, remove this off the backside of my heart. Come on, somebody. I believe it, Jesus. I believe it, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's so easy to hide things. So easy to get it on the backside of our hearts because you know what? It's not on the forefront of our minds. We begin to think everything's all right, don't we? Praise God. I believe somebody tonight's going to have some total, complete victory over that thing. Praise God. Pride has robbed multitudes of their miracles and stolen destiny from God's people. It's easy to blame the devil for missing your blessing, isn't it? But the truth is more than what we want to admit it. It's pride. It's pride that keeps us from stepping out and stepping in. Then there's a fear of what people might think or say. I remember my pastor being in revival, and I was pretty young in the Holy Ghost. I probably had the Holy Ghost a couple of years, and uh, I had accepted my call to preach and I was teaching uh, as many Bible studies as I possibly could teach and I was teaching Sunday school and I walked into the prayer room and I mean when we walked into the back door of the church uh, it, it sounded like the, the whole place it just sounded like man there was such an eruption in the Holy Ghost that was coming out of the prayer rooms and I walked into the prayer room. The Lord said, row. I said, row. <laughs> he said, yeah, row. Get out and row. I said, are you talking to me? Get out and 
me? Yeah. And I said, okay. And I got down and I rode. And I rode. And I rode. When I got up, there was nobody left in the prayer room. And I walked out there in that church. Oh, my. Isn't it amazing what God does when we obey? The next night I heard this commotion. I said, what in the world is going on? I come walking down the hall and open up the door. And when I walked in the door, there's my pastor rolling from one side of the wall to the other side of the wall. And I said, thank you, Jesus. You know how foolish that seems, don't you? It seems foolish to us when God speaks to us about doing certain things. Uh, about God telling uh, God giving your word saying get up and go get such and such that word. But we sit on it. We try to justify it. We try to reason it out. And we try to say God are you really talking to me? Uh, and we miss the move of God. Ah, good. Come on friend. We fear what people might say. We fear making a mistake. We fear failure. We fear the unknown. To move in supernatural, you got to be willing to step into the unknown zone. The unknown zone. Joshua said, You got to follow the ark, which you come on now. So you'll know which way to go. If we've not passed this way before, keep your eyes uh, on that ark. In order to walk in the supernatural, you've got to get out of the natural and stupid and step into the supernatural come on you got to take hold of the power of God uh, you have to let go you got to let go of religion you got to let go of tradition uh, come on you got to let go of the past you got to let go of pride uh, you got to let go of fear uh, you got to let go of self-preservation if you're going to walk in the supernatural you got to be willing to take a risk I ain't got anybody in here tonight ready to take a risk. When Moses looked, come on, Moses looked crazy hitting that rock. Come on, the water came out of it. It worked. The children of Israel looked crazy walking around those walls of Jericho. Uh, but it worked. Elijah looked crazy uh, up on the mountain. Uh, come on now, building an altar, pouring 12 barrels. Uh, come on now, of water uh, on the sacrifice. But God came down uh, with fire, licked it up. It worked. Elisha looked crazy when he cut that tree down and threw it in the water, but the axe head began to swim, didn't it? Peter had crazy faith. He made up in his mind, I'd rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat. I'd rather be a wet water walker than a dry boat setter. We got way too many dry boat setters sitting in apostolic. Come on, we wait for such and such to get it started. We wait for brother so-and-so to get out there and dance. Uh, we wait for sister so-and-so to begin to travail. Uh, what about you? If it ought to be, uh, come on now. If it ought to start, it ought to start with you. Uh, if it's never happened, it ought to happen right now. Uh, you ought to be the one to say, hey, God, uh, I know it's never happened with me before, uh, but it's about to happen tonight. Oh, come on, somebody love him. I know that's a hard pill to swallow because we've come a long way. We've gotten very comfortable. Look how beautiful this place is. 
I preach in brush harbors. They're hot. You know what I'm talking about, brother. They're hot. Sawdust floors. Come on, we've come a long way. We've got comfortable. We've gotten comfortable. I said, we've gotten way too comfortable in the Holy Ghost. Do you hear me? Thank you, brother. I said, we've gotten way too comfortable. I know we've come a long way and we got things pretty comfortable right now. But I want to just stop right now and I want to thank Jesus for where I'm at right now. I want to thank you for what he's done. I want to praise him. Come on, for putting some people in my life. Come on, that would instill something in me. Come on, that would help me along the way. That would give me some elders that I could turn to. That I would be. Oh, come on now. That would tell me, hey, Brother Harry, you need to Pick your feet up a little bit. Uh, hey, Brother Harry, uh, you need to do this. Sometimes I don't understand it all, but who who does? I know a friend of mine, sometimes when we jump out of the boat, we look crazy. You know what? I, I wish we had some crazy faith in here right now. Is there anybody in this house that's got some crazy faith? Is there anybody in this house that knows how to praise God like you've lost your mind? Uh, come on, make some ugly praise under God. Uh, come on. Make some ugly praise under God. Some of you would never experience the power of God because you're too worried about looking pretty. You're too worried about what somebody's gonna say. Uh, come on now. Uh, you gotta get desperate. Uh, you gotta forget about reputation. Uh, come on, it don't mean a whole lot anyhow. Uh, when you're in the house of God, uh, when you get desperate enough, uh, you forget about emotion. Uh, you get desperate enough, friend of mine. Uh, hallelujah. Nobody uh, has gotta prime you uh, and pump you to praise God. Come on, I'm looking for some desperate, crazy people here tonight. I'm looking for some desperate faith. Satan don't care if you come to church. Uh, sit on a pew and praise uh, with your pretty praise. Uh. This is pretty praise. That's pretty praise. I love you, Jesus. But oh, when you get that hand up in the air uh, and you surrender yourself over to God uh, and you don't care what anybody thinks, uh, you don't care what it looks like, uh, you don't care who sees it, uh, you don't care, friend of mine, uh, if they're getting offended or not uh, because you're praising your God.
yes, yes, yes. Do we got some desperate, crazy faith in here tonight? Can I tell you when David, oh my God, uh, obeyed the divine order of God uh, and the blessings of God was on his life for bringing the Ark of the Covenant uh, back home to Jerusalem. Uh, he danced with all his might. Uh, he danced like a crazy man. Uh, he danced like he lost his mind. Uh, oh, I'm going to say it. Uh, friend of mine, if you're going to fly uh, and you're going to walk on water, uh, you got to move into the supernatural uh, of God. We might as well sell it right now. Somebody's going to call you crazy. or label anybody tonight but I just wonder do we got any crazy faith up in this house I'm talking about the crazy that can believe God regardless of what the doctor's report tells you the kind of crazy that can praise God in the middle of your pain come on oh come on right in the middle of a battle Come on, somebody's coming out of depression tonight. Somebody that's been in a trial. Uh, there's some people that's been in a trial for a long time. Uh, you're coming out of that trial tonight. Uh, come on, you were created to fly, uh, but you got to flap your wings uh, in order to fly. of old Peter's life <laughs> he had a testimony said I walked on water with Jesus and the rest of those disciples lives had a testimony too we watched we watched we watched they had a testimony too. We watched, we saw Peter walk on water with Jesus. I don't want to say I saw. I don't want to say I saw. I want to say I've experienced all that God's got for me. somebody else will walk on water uh, but you want to have your own testimony uh, of what God uh, has done for you come on come on come on come on let's let God have his way come on 
I don't believe you want to say I watched somebody else do uh, what I should have done. Uh, come on, I'm not going to be one of them saying I watched somebody else do what I should have done. I'm telling somebody, uh, God, oh my God, you need to praise God like you lost your mind. Uh, you're getting ready to move into the miraculous. Uh, Come on, you done moved out of your pew. You might as well get to the things in the miraculous that God's come to give you. Move your arms, stretch your arms. Come on, work your feet. Lift your voice to God with a voice of dry up. Somebody's gonna leave out here different than the way they came. You're never going to be able to fit into your religious mode uh, again. Your life can be changed right now forever. You don't have to be the person that you've always been. You can be changed. Come on. It's left up to you right now. Some of you need to get out there and walk on the water. in a rut for so long it's become your grave uh, tonight you need to kick the other end out uh, and say I'm coming out uh, come on uh, when the enemy comes at me uh, I'm gonna oh my God rejoice in my Lord Somebody's going to get changed tonight. Somebody's life is going to get altered tonight. Come on. Somebody says to get rid of some things they've been needing to get rid of for a long time. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. If you need some healing in your body, I want you to step forth right now. Come on. Come on, keep praising and worship. Come on, if you need some healing in your body, I want you to come right now. If you need healing, if you don't want healing and don't need healing, don't come. I don't want you to come, but if you need healing, I want you to come because God's going to do something. Come on. Come on, church, continue to worship and praise him.
Come on, let's believe God. God's going to fill it with the Holy Ghost. Let's begin to believe it. Come on, let's get behind him. Begin to believe that God's going to do the work. These signs shall follow them that believe.
just rejoice with Travis. Come on, God's doing something miraculous. All of heaven's rejoicing right now. for us tonight. Come on, help us rejoice right now. We need to rejoice. somebody in this church has been having anxiety attacks I want you to come forth right now come on these attacks have been coming at you come on I want you to step forth right now I know there's somebody here that's been happening to because the Lord just spoke it to me praise the Lord that's okay if you don't want to come forth I know God spoke it to me praise God God's a gentleman he won't push it on you praise the Lord come on let's keep rejoicing I'm not going to go back on that because I know God spoke it to me. Praise the Lord. Oh, it's you? Okay. Okay.
Come on, some of you are scared when God speaks. Don't be scared. God's not going to hurt you. You hear me? Don't be scared of God. God just wants to help you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's continue what God's doing right now. the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on. Let's keep it up for a few more minutes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Come on. God wants to take us to a deeper place tonight than we was at this morning. Praise God. But some of us are resisting in the Holy Ghost. I said, some of us are resisting in the Holy Ghost. Uh, oh, come on now. We got a lot of people on this side of God. Uh, but we got some that's trying to resist uh, what God's trying to do right now. Let's all get on the same page with God uh, and say, God, I want to go to that deep place. Come on, come on right now. Come on. you need to run for your life. Your house is on fire and you know it not. 
the Lord just spoke to me and said, there's several people that's going to walk out of here with a new revelation of who he is. He, some people say, well, he was the great I am. Oh, no, friend. He is the great I am. Come on. He is the one that sits in the center of the circle of the earth. Uh, come on, and the earth is his footstool, uh, and the heavens are his throne. Uh, come on, he's got power in heaven uh, and earth and beneath the earth. want the Holy Ghost? Do you want it? All right, I want you to step forward. Now, you've made a, you've made a, a step in faith. You said you want it. The Bible says when they laid hands on him, have you been repenting? Praise God. You know what? The Bible says when they laid hands on him, they received the Holy Ghost. You believe that when we lay hands on you, you can receive the Holy Ghost? You believe that? I believe it's going to happen. I'm going to put this microphone down. We're going to lay hands on you. I want you to open up your mouth and let your tongue do what your tongue wants to do and let God speak through you. 